Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to yet another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That's my brother, Mason, perfectly primed penis, Williams. And that's my brother. And now it's time for a new segment. Mason says something not funny, that... and then Luke doesn't laugh. How is it already this? <laughs> Welcome to the new segment. Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't that's laugh. Not, it's not Here's a new segment either. I'm going to say something that isn't funny, and then my brother Luke isn't going to laugh. Are you ready, Luke? Are you going to give me a chance to laugh, or are you just going to cut it off again? Pearls. What is even, like... This has been Mason Says Something Not Funny and then Luke Doesn't Laugh. Mason says something not funny and then Luke doesn't laugh. But Pearl, Thank you for joining me. But Pearls wasn't... Hi, I, I'm Luke. That's This was yeah. a, this is a complicated introduction. Uh, and, and together, we're going to invent something right in front of your ears that yep. fr- from scratch. Yes. And uh, our theme this week is a comic strip not unlike... Marmaduke. Yes, Marmaduke. Oh, Marmaduke. And Family Circus. No, not them. They go together on the page. Uh, they may, but one I there is at least one cartoonist, Scott McCloud, who has made the argument that Family Circus is not, in fact, a comic. Okay. And for that matter... Uh, with the way that he, uh, delineates what is a comic and what is not, Marmaduke is actually usually not a comic, and, uh, Farside would also not be a comic. Are you just suggesting that one-panel comics aren't comics? Uh, I'm not suggesting it. Scott McCloud is. He's the guy. I know. He's the fucking guy. He wrote like understanding comics. And I know. I've read that, it. It's reinventing good. Reinventing comics. Uh, well, I read one of them. I don't remember which. But okay. But well, I yeah, mean, he's that's, good. That's one of the things that he said is that a true comic necessarily requires a juxtaposition of images, and if you've only got one image, that shit ain't juxtaposed. So what's that? So it means that if we're going to make a comic strip, even if it's just a little guy, you got to have at least two panels. You do a one-panel comic, not a comic. No, sir. Reinventing the medium. Half a panel. You don't get a joke until a second edition. Okay, so that's, that's less half a panel and more just taking an existing product and cutting it up beyond the point of uselessness. It's kind of like if Bazooka Joe had a comic strip in it that was half of the joke, and then the other person... Well, I mean, that's, that's person... sort of like what we all did with Bazooka Joe as children, where we would, like, bite into the, the bubble gum and start chewing, and then we're like, oh, shit, there was a comic in there, and then you pull it out of your mouth, and you've only got half of it because you already swallowed the other half. Yeah. Bazooka Joe is not good gum. No, it's not good comics either. Oh, I beg to differ. 
classic, classic Joe gaffes. I will give you $10 if you can tell me one of the jokes in a Bazooka Joe Shit. comic right Shit. now. I can't, but I used to, like, I could have if you asked me, like, eight years ago. Because at one point I had, uh, I had a brief stint into just mocking other people's work called Funny Comics that, you know, you, 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 it's an unfunny comic that I found somewhere, scanned it, and then added my own final panel that breaks or ruins the supposed humor that was yeah, there I in the first place. Yeah, I remember you doing that shit back in the goddamn day, yeah. Yeah. Um... And I remember that a Bazooka Joe one was in there. And I remember the extra punchline that I put in. And I, 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 but I don't remember the structure of the actual joke. You only remember the bit that you I only did. remember my part, which was, uh, I don't remember what the first panel was. And the second panel was something about him. Like someone says like, you know, like, hey, Joe, uh, I, why are you staying home from school? And then the second page is like, oh, I was hoping it would snow, so it would be a snow day. Or something like, like, like just something just bad. Like, not a joke. But because he had said hope, my third extra panel was, it was a fool's hope. <laughs> and I, re- I remember that. <laughs> uh, okay, so so much like Ringo Starr, you only remember your part of the contribution. <laughs> I remember it was a fool's hope. Well, like, as far as Ringo Starr is aware, all Beatles songs are just drum solos. That'd be fun. Okay, so. Uh, I want to go into the, like, what's the definition? What do you want to make? But first, okay. I just, I just want to say. Yeah. I would love to really shake things up. Okay, okay. I I want our comic that we're going to invent in 50 more minutes to be the reason why people buy newspapers again. Oh, we're going to revitalize print. Yep. No small order. Well, I mean, you can't fucking get whatever we're about to do on the web. Yeah, it it doesn't work that way. No, you got to get the physical fucking print copy or else it doesn't work. I don't know how to do that. Well, you print the comic in LSD. And then when you Uh, get it, you buy the newspaper and you're like, oh, here's the special page. And you take it out and you just look at it and it's like, oh, I hope it's a snow day. That's a shitty punchline. But then you tear out the comic strip, you put it on your tongue and you're like, wow, that's actually super funny. Now that I understand the five dimensional nature of time. There's just a problem. One problem with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know the going rate for a couple of hits at acid, but I'm willing to wager costs more than a dollar or two that you would pay for a paper. Well, I mean, we're revitalizing print. You think papers are still going to cost a buck? People are going to be lining up around the block to read our comics. Papers are going to be 50 bucks a piece. Do you think paper just grows on trees? (laughs) Ah. 
Uh, uh, there's fu the, funny. There's the humor devoid of every comic section in the paper. Okay, okay, let's let's go down the list. What comic strips do we like? What comic strips do we hate with a fiery passion? I feel like like is kind of strong. Like in <laughs> the in the syndicated section of like in this the syndicated comics in the paper, I may get a chuckle or two out of two or three out of the twenty they're trying to give me. Well, I mean, you do have your classics. Like, you, don't tell me you don't like Calvin and Hobbes. No, but, okay, fair. That is not in print anymore, though. Uh, true. Which is sad, because it well, was Well, except good. for some papers will run reruns. Uh, is that a thing? Yeah, that, uh, th there are c some newspapers that will run rerun comic strips. But I feel like Calvin and Hobbes is, like somehow surpassed that like it's on its own yeah it is kind of timeless like i feel like it's almost a little bit like this is get a little too generous but it's almost like sacrilegious to see it in a paper now mm. okay that's fair like i feel like you don't see f uh i don't know if that's a fair comparison i don't know do you still see classic simpsons reruns on tv uh i do really I don't yeah, know who like like, watched TV. One shit. No, like I'm talking now in 2018. Do you yes. see? Do you see season, you know, three through eight of The Simpsons? Fuck, or, fuck yes. Really? Okay. Well, perhaps. Not perhaps. That's news to me. I, I thought that Simpsons only ran like most recent stuff, and mostly they do run the most recent stuff. Yes. Are you, but are you speaking with any authority here? Like, how often do you watch TV? Uh, like once a month. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get back on topic here. Okay. Uh, comics I like. Comics I don't so much like. Mm -hmm. Uh. Like you don't have to. These don't have to be current. Like if you could just give me an example of some good shit. I don't completely hate Jaws. Is that the one? The one with the shark, Sherman's Lagoon. That's the one. Sherman's Lagoon. Jaws. <laughs> it's just Jaws. Oh my god, Jaws in comic strip form. <laughs> it would be like most of the time the most boring comic strip in the world, and then like maybe once every couple of months you would get a, a like a dude getting bitten in half. Neither yeah. of which are they going to print on them in the paper. Yeah. Um. I don't really like like it's it's a mostly a list of ones that I don't like. And uh, the ones that I even sort of will make sure to look at, I I don't know many names of them. Um, Pretty much all the other ones that I can name, I can decidedly say I won't like, but I will read if I am very bored. OK, so how do you feel about uh fraz not sure i know it from a lineup okay uh how do you feel about adam at home yeah that's a, that's one of the ones i like i th thank you for reminding me of the name adam, All right, uh, adam at home is okay yeah zitz, you... zitz is also sometimes okay over the hedge is that with animals? Pixar? Yeah, well, I mean, they did do a Pixar. Well, not a Pixar. I think they're DreamWorks. 
But they did do a CGI movie, yes. Wait, was that actually from the comic strip, though? Yeah, it was originally a comic strip. Oh, my God. You gotta know your history, my dude. Is that where we are in society? Like, this is, like, they should teach this shit in school. Wait, wasn't there a Marmaduke movie, too? There sure ass was, with live action, and they established the backstory of why he's named Marmaduke. Oh. I'm... I think he was voiced by, I want to say either Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson. I, Luke Wilson is a fucking hack because he's na- his name is too close to mine. Fair. Uh, well, I mean, how do you think I feel? I, I'm like, like there's a guitarist who literally has my same name and he's dead. Well, that's what you get. So, comics. Okay. So. Comics. Do we want to have one-off gags? Do we want to have recurring story? Here's an idea for you. What if we printed memes into the newspaper? So just round up the best memes off of, like, fucking Reddit. Dankest memes. The dankest memes. And just right there in the Toronto fucking star... You're like, oh, I'm going to turn over to this section now. And you you go you know, get to the last page of the entertainment section or wherever the fuck they put it. And you're like, oh, yes, Dilbert and Garfield. And then it's Wednesday, my dudes. Like, okay. okay. Uh, and what's this? Oh, it's that boy. Oh, shit. What up? <laughs> like, all, all right. That's pretty dank. That's pretty dank. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, like he it. controls the cubes compared to him. You are nothing. All right. All right. I could get into it. Yeah. Memes. And the are me- they still LSD? The meme times. Well, you have to admit they would be more enjoyable. Uh, and depending on the meme, tolerable. If you were high on acid, yes. Um, okay. I-, I have to admit, I have like... Occasionally, I will have, like, weird daydream fantasies about being thrust back in time, usually, like, between 50 and 100 years into the past, and just doing shit that we take for granted now and being thought of as, like, a crazy person. Oh, of course. And one of the things that uh, I occasionally think of is, like, how I would just get classified ads in the newspapers, and I would just do, like weird twitter kind of surreal jokes every day like what like you know like weird twitter shit like um uh like i don't know like some johnny sun or like a oh no like fucking drill tweets i was like buddy they won't even let me well i couldn't i couldn't do the uh fuck the flag but the skeleton war i could do skeleton war um okay are these just funny twitters that like, give me an example of a surreal tweet. Uh, okay. Uh, everybody comes to the Betsy Ross Museum asking me if they can fuck the flag. Buddy, they won't even let me fuck it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that would get printed. Yeah, no, probably not. Really. Like, I'm, I'm betting, like, as loath as I am to cave to realism... I do not think that our newspaper comic, whatever form it takes, will be able to include the word fuck. Okay. 
Not even like encoded. Like they'd catch that shit. So what if we took our strip and made it a new shape? Like what if it ran in between everything else? No, just do like a flip book on the uh, on the newspaper. You're like there down you in the bottom corner, like you flip it with your thumb, and the little dude is like, ah, bitty, 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 running around. Oh, no, there's a brick wall splat. Do you remember, do you remember when there were little, uh, uh, those, like, really easy to read small books that would have the flip book thing in the corner? Oh, the fucking tiny books that were, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, In yeah, our yeah. school library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's that's going back a ways. That is that is some deep cuts to yeah. our childhood that I'm not convinced anyone else ever saw the thing. Yeah, we are that's that's possibly like nobody knows what we're talking about. But you know what else is kind of weird to think of is like those books might mm-hmm. be in a garbage somewhere. They might be in like they might be in a you know a Goodwill or or something. Uh, that that building is used for a different purpose now like even even if we went into that room right now and it looked the way that we did we would go back to that room and we would be like man why is this room so small because when we were in that room we were smaller and our sense of reality is like changed from the memories and a candy bar cost 25 cents ah yeah so anyway and people believed in family values. Okay, speaking of family values. Okay. Family circus. Fuck family Let's, circus. I think family we've established circus, fuck family circus. 2.0. Not oh, okay. family circus. Oh, okay, not family circus. Flip it on its head. Circus family. No, 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 no. Better than circus family. Uh, instead of it being the family, the titular family... That yeah. is in a circus uh, of of home of happy home life. Okay. What if they were the antithesis of that? They were horrible. They hated each other. Okay, so like Malcolm in the Middle, the comic. That's getting closer, but also I feel like Malcolm in the Middle did one thing right, which was they took it to like a PG slash PG thirteen place, and mm-hmm. the kids were legitimately bad. Like, yeah, they were fucking assholes. They were bad kids, and that was pretty great. Uh, because oh, oh, okay, so I gotta admit, well, like when you said Family Circus, but turn it around, I was like, well, okay, instead of looking at this fictional family. The comic strip is looking at your family. It's the first comic strip reality show. And that's why people are frantically buying the newspaper is because there's a chance that today's your day and you're going to see your family. But how could we do that? Well, all of the subscribers to the paper, they're going to send us like pictures of their family and uh like descriptions about what they like and what they don't like and then we would have thousands of people to choose from and every day we would say okay i'm gonna draw a quick three panel gag about the flip 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 johnsons and then i would do like caricature artist type shit with the johnsons 
and I would have like a little box down the corner and say, oh, don't worry, folks, these aren't the real Johnsons. This is just our funny drawing. Uh, what I what I like about this concept, too, is that if you're going to go in that direction, you might as well just go the whole way and have it be like, oh, what's that? The youngest son's name is Ryan and he likes to snowboard. All right. Here's Ryan on a on a half pipe with his snowboard and he broke his head and he's dead. And the rest of the family is grieving at his funeral. And you better buy the paper, because if you don't, you, this could happen to you and you'd have no way of stopping it. <laughs> so you, if you see the thing happen in the comic strip, it's like early edition. You get oh, a chance yeah. to stop it. Oh, but like, man. if you don't buy the paper, you don't know. The, but you know what's like, here's the thing that's fun about that, but then also horrible about that. <laughs> it's the, like the precognition and the murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now hear me out. Okay. Um, the the first the thing that's fun about that is that I could see people gobbling that up. Like they want to be the one that gets parodied. They want the attention. They want the shout out. Yeah. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like a throwback to the uh, Teen Girl Girl Squad origins of how yeah, yeah. like. You know, that original email was like, can you do a comic about our friends? And then they can't be upset about the fact that they spawned Teen Girl Squad because Teen Girl Squad's awesome. Um, but then here's the other thing with that. Um, if it always turned into dark comedy and it also ha it always had to do with like, here's the way that you're going to die today. Um, and then like people would get a couple laughs out of it. Yeah, haha. And then one of them will actually, like, come true to some extent. And then that comic artist, i.e. us, we're just, like, the main wanted ones for murder, I guess. Well, I mean, we'd always be one step ahead of them because we're evidently precogs. I guess that's true. Well, I mean, it only has to come true once. Well, okay, here's what we do, though. We tie this in with our sponsor, uh, hey, I got an idea show is sponsored by narp.com. Uh, narp.com, magnificent service. They, uh, they provide drones that'll go and prank people. So what we do is we team up with narp.com and we do our precog thing of here's this person and they're about to get their ass pranked hard. Here's the funny thing that's going to happen unless they happen to buy this paper and see the secret code in the comic. And if they say the secret code, then what happens in this funny comic won't actually come true. But otherwise, like, if they don't see the secret code, then they just get fucking wedgied, and they get wedgied too hard, and they hit their head on the doorframe. Hmm. By a drone. Okay. Let us get back on task. Okay. Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Hey, everybody. Welcome what? to the new segment. Mason says something not funny, and then Luke doesn't laugh. Uh, here's it how it works. You I'm going to say something already. that's not funny, and then my brother Luke here is going to not laugh. I'm going to laugh. Are you ready, I'm laugh this time. I'm, I am ready. I'm going to laugh. You ready? Adam. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm gonna need you to cut that laugh out when you're editing this. <laughs> oh, is that what you think? Is I that do. what you think is gonna happen? I, I do think that's yeah. I mean, because otherwise, like, my bit is a bit of Mason lies. says something funny, God and then it. Luke apparently laughs. God damn it! No, my bit, my segment. Oh, if only I was a precog, I would have seen that coming. Speaking of precogs, uh-huh. uh huh. Let's predict how this will work. <laughs> Good segue. Love it. Um, okay. So here's our here's our thing. We get our database of users, both newspaper subscribers, newspaper potential subscribers, people who did have a subscription and let it lapse, and we cross-reference that with NARPed users, and we find our people, and we're like, here's this person, we've got enough information, we can, like, sleuth them out on Facebook, and, like, we know where they're going to be, we know what the deal is. And then, like, okay, here's the thing, and we draw out, like, funny slapstick of this person dying because a drone wedgied them wrong, uh-huh. and then... And witchied uh, off their head. And then down in the corner of the comic strip, there's a special code. And then we set up that exact same prank. Drone comes in. It's gonna, like, fuck them up. But if, if they read the paper, got the secret code, they can just yell it out, like, sniper, no sniping. And the drone's <laughs> like, oh, okay, and it flies away. But if they don't yell at the code, then they still get wedged in real life. And so when you, even if you're not the person in the comic, you read the thing, you can laugh all the harder knowing that it's real. Okay. Is there a scenario where, remember, remember in, in The Matrix, how yeah. uh, Neo was given the prophecy that it's like, oh, what? One of you has to die, and Uh then he risks everything, and then, like, they both live, and he's like, but I thought, and he's like, well, you heard what you were supposed to hear, or what you needed to hear, rather. Um, Yeah. Is there a scenario like that, where it's like, oh, this is going to foretell your death, but in actuality, in preventing one's death, they learn more about themselves or something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I think we can, uh, we can work that in. This is a funny comic strip we're writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you open the comic uh, pages, and you see someone learning a profound lesson about the nature of their life. And then one day you open it, and it's you. And you're like, oh, wow, I've learned a profound lesson about my life. Yeah. So, some real slice-of-life comedy stuff. You know, yeah. like, from your life, you get sliced. If that's uh... the method of death. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's sort of like Saw, where it's like, I'm going to teach you to appreciate your life, and like you, and also to get a newspaper subscription. So you uh, you open it up, and you're like, huh, I'm going to have to cut my own foot off. That's going to suck ass. Uh, but you uh, now you can avoid it because you know, and you're like, wow, I have a new lease on life because I understand how good it is not to have to cut my own foot off. And also, hey, that dude on the floor isn't dead. I'm going to kick him. Wait, is that part of the saw? I didn't see it. Uh, Okay, so I just totally had a giant spoiler for saw. So, oh, uh, man. Yeah, also Wait, Bruce he... Willis was dead the whole time. No! Stop it, stop in, the uh, spoiling jokes though. In in in, in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, I get it. He was dead the whole time. Also, he's dead the whole time like right now, and we don't know it yet. What? He's just He's being played by Daniel Day-Lewis. So, that's surprising. 
That's that method acting. Mm-hmm. So, um, Garfield hates yeah. Mondays. And if you... I have to wonder to what extent he still hates Mondays, because it's established in the first strip where he hates Mondays, that he hates Mondays because he is, quote-unquote, a social chameleon. He picks up on other people having bad Mondays, because other people have regular jobs. And so, you know, they, they don't enjoy going from the weekend to the work day. But these days, I mean, it's 2018, people don't have regular fucking schedules. I mean, you find somebody who works 9 to 5 Monday to Friday, right? Uh, so, like, does he still hate Mondays, or has he evolved past that? All right. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say. Also, this... like, he's a house cat, he lives indoors, and John is a cartoonist who has no set schedule, so I don't know where he picked up the Hating Mondays thing from. Okay. Completely ignoring the Mondays. Cats should Garfield not eat thing. lasagna. Lasagna I... is bad yes, for cats. This is true. I agree. Now then... Also, he's like 20-something years, 30-something years old, I think. That's very old for a cat. Yes. So, remember that comic that we sort of started working on, this sob predictive comic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing? Let's take that whole scary mess. Uh-huh. And uh, I would say put a pin in it for later as though it was item one, but okay. that's like most of the board. You kind of have to just stick a, a dagger through it. As okay. it as it writhes around on the wall, um, well now if we've got stuff on the board, can we do like the thing where we, we don't we have don't. red red yarn between conspiracy things? No, we don't have things. We have this monster. <laughs> we have so many things. We have wedgies. Wedgies are funny. We have life or death situations. Life or death situations make people buy papers. We have caricatures and like personal interests. People love that shit. We have so much. We have LSD. People love LSD. How about a comic about what it's like to be a millennial? No, <laughs> like fucking. Okay, okay. Um, do you want me to go on my fucking rant about how bullshit millennial the idea is? No, no. I'm with you there. I, I was. I will trying do to... a solid half hour. You should I... not. I was okay. goading you. I will Thank also. You. <laughs> I will also point out that there was like a CIBC. No, actually, I think it was like an insurance commercial. That enrages me to no end of like, oh, no, it was diabetes prevention. And mm -hmm. it's like talking about the risk of diabetes, even if you're young. And uh, you could tell it was made by some boomer. Who uh, thinks they understand the youth who culture. Who thinks they understand the youth culture. Because, you know, it's like, think you're safe from diabetes? And it's like a guy with a man bun and a big beard and a curled mustache and he blows out his birthday cake and says, ha, ha, I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I got to give it to you. Like when you hear when I hear it described like that, it's actually pretty funny. It is. But then, you know, it's like, no, you're you're at risk for diabetes. And he's like, huh? And then it goes into the actual content of the message. But it's like, no, 
what what they call millennials are not self-described millennials because you know those in that age bracket do not call themselves that that's your term for us oh okay okay we got to get out of this we got to get that 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 way lies madness okay uh and also millennial madness (laughs) the Uh. comic no. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. No, I don't want something that's going to alienate half of the people and like enrage the other half. We're not oh, doing man. that. Oh man, where's my where's my man bun hair tie? Oh, it fell into my avocado toast. And 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 low hanging fruit, dude. Low, I spilled I'm not into my it. pumpkin spice latte. Onto my iPhone. Nope. (laughs) I'm a millennial monster. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. I've gone too far. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull you out of this. I'm gonna pull you out of this. Uh, The real the real divide these days is not generational so much as economic okay we have a spiraling economic inequality we've got the haves and we got the have-nots okay we've got our celebrities we see on tv that are so far removed from the average person that they may as well be alien life forms okay Mm. that is the problem is is this this spiraling fucking economic inequality okay and it's what we want is like a prince and the pauper kind of story, okay? You got your rich person who's slumming it, you got your poor person who's not, and like it's helping to bridge the divide, but also bring class consciousness and like sensitive messaging to the world and being like, hey, uh there's a lot of shit in the world that sucks but we're gonna tell some jokes and that's gonna make it seem not so bad and also we're gonna offer this ray of hope that we can turn this you know careening bus away from the cliff yeah that's definitely what's happening okay so can we make it funny uh we god knows we're trying like okay here's like Part of what's difficult for me with this entire concept is that I don't look to syndicated comic strips as a comedy source anymore. Like, I would likely find something that appeals to my specific comedy tastes within 10 tweets that happen to be on my feed that I've curated, as opposed to any of the 20 that a newspaper company thinks is safe for the public and right for me. Like they just won't get that as right as I can get it for myself. Okay. So, so that's the benefit that digital media has over print media is you can curate stuff that appeals to you. Whereas they're not going to curate a newspaper. Yeah. But what if they could? What if suppose there's a way to do that? No, like, like, is okay, there, you though? got you got a you got a newspaper subscription, right? And like every day you get a newspaper and it's got shit tons of fucking comic strips in it. 
and you like you look through it and you're like, ah, that one's kind of funny. <laughs> like, oh, that one's got a story. I'm in the middle of it. I'm not into it. I don't get it. This one is like, ha, millennials, funny. And this one is like, ha, rich people, uh, funny, but it also kind of makes me mad a bit. And this one is like, oh, there's Sherman in a lagoon. I like it. And then you pick out the ones you like. And you talk back to the uh, to the newspaper people, and you're like, "Yo, uh, I'm subscription number nine seven two zero eight, and I liked this QR code, that QR code, and that QR code." And they go, "Cool." They feed those comics that you like into their fucking neural net, and then like the next paper that you get is like the next generation from those comics. Like they breed the successful ones. Okay. Let me let me interject here. Uh, I like the idea of because here's here's the thing. I don't specifically seek out to have a newspaper myself, and yet, oh. um, at my one job where I I serve, I you know I I have these windows of opportunity where it's like okay, I don't have to do anything for the next twenty minutes, and there's you know the we bring papers in. And there's just paper sitting there. I can oh. just grab one and look at it. You no, know no, no. I, my dude, my dude, my dude. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. So what? newspapers, I would say a significant percentage of them are bought not for the news, not for the actual content, right? Like right. a lot of that you could just get from like Google, like right now. Right, right, right. So people buy newspapers for other shit, like for wrapping fish, for doing papier-mâché. For, for doing other things that you do with papers. So what you do is you get something like that, fish wrap, like, okay, I'm going to use this to wrap my fish, and you target that demographic. You say, hey, you're already wrapping fish. You might as well get a few fish jokes. I sense an issue with this plan, which is, and, and believe it or not, I, I think this they might be right with this one. Uh, your fish paper comes in a box of a thousand sheets at a time. You want that to be mass produced. And yes, you could put some fish jokes on there. You could even put some coupons on there. Uh, yeah. you could put all kinds of useful stuff on there potentially, except that, uh, you're basically taking someone's already existing fish paper, adding mm. printing costs to it. And then it's it's like, oh, now there's also some ink on there. It, like Now there's ink on my fish. Yeah. Now, people aren't going to voluntarily want that. But advertising has that sneaky way of just sneaking in everywhere that it can possibly fit. So it might be inevitable. <laughs> okay. Okay. So here's another idea vis-a-vis -vis advertising. Uh, paid product placement in our comic. What if our characters are like constantly drinking Pepsi or whatever? So that way we don't have to care if people are actually buying the papers. We'll give the papers away for free. We make our money on the ads. I wish I'd, this is a side tangent. I wish I wish advertisers had the guts to have a sarcastic, like anti message. Like I well, wish I mean, there they, could be. A... They do occasionally try that shit. I wish, but like straight up, like I wish there was a Pepsi ad that was like, mmm, Pepsi. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, who drinks this? Oh God, it's so oh. Like, oh, yeah, did I ever tell you about my uh, my idea for like if I was gonna do an ad campaign for Pepsi? <laughs> Go ahead. I like okay. that it's just this the most innocuous brand that we can uh, do anything. Uh, with. Okay, so every like imagine a series of regular like thirty second TV spots, whatever. Right. And like every one is like these two idiot guys, and they've got their Pepsi and. Each time they're doing something different, like one time they're soaking their elbows in it, and they just look over. It's like, do you feel cool and refreshed? Nah. Maybe we're doing it wrong. Nah. Give it a few more minutes, and then like after you just watch them soaking their elbows in Pepsi, then the uh, the logo comes up and the slogan Pepsi. You're supposed to drink it. Yeah, that's pretty good. And like every card, every com commercial is another one of them doing the wrong thing with the Pepsi. Like, he's like, you want it? Yeah, okay, okay, you ready? I'm, okay, do it. And then he does the eyedropper into his eyes. He's like, oh, oh that really hurts. Was, do you feel cool and refreshed? No, try the other eye. And then Pepsi, you're supposed to drink it. Yeah, that, because that's, that's real good. And like, admit it, that is a really good slogan. Pepsi, you're supposed to drink it. And that, then like, that's... anytime you're you're at the grocery store and you're like, should I get Pepsi? And in your head, it's like, Pepsi, you're supposed to drink it. And it's like, yeah, I should get some Pepsi. Yeah, I'm supposed to drink it. It is, it is real good. It definitely would receive that criticism of like, is this where we are as a society that we need our slogans to be like caution, <laughs> caution labels, essentially. Um... Like, I like it a lot. Uh, anyway, this is not a anyway, comic strip. It's, it's not a comic strip, not even... Re- well, I guess we could do it in comic strip form. Like, every comic strip is just a depiction of two idiots failing to drink Pepsi. Hmm. I mean... I don't like Pepsi. It doesn't have to be Pepsi. It could be Gatorade. Yeah. Hmm. What if it, we called it mm-hmm. the ass comic? I do like asses. And then it was but. Uh-huh. With you so far. It gets into antics. What kind of antics? Give me an antic. Um uh need to solve a mystery. Who ate the who ate the last cookie? <laughs> and then like after a few hours it poops and there's like, oh, I solved the mystery. <laughs> it was the guy on the other side of me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. There, there you go. Ass detect oh, there already is an ass detective anime, I forgot. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> and his his <laughs> his farts are like uh, he, they they make you tell the truth. Like if he's if he doubts you, he'll fart. Like I want to say, oh God, Japan, but like there's no way that would even... also have been done by any other country in the world. Sure, there's that, but then also that's not even cracking like the top ten of weirdest things for the year. Like Japan just keeps changing the the. They're you know, moving the goalposts on us. They're moving the goalposts. Raising yeah. the goddamn bar. Yeah. If only by piling things under it. Yeah. Okay, okay, so so what do we like? What do we not like? 
Do you want to do something kind of wholesome? You want to do like some Winnie the Pooh shit? Uh, before he, you know, got a a, a Disneyfied attitude. You know, th- what is it? Uh, what's the phrase? Snark. A, mo- a movie. And uh, and uh, I. He's just not that into you. <sighs> Bring it on. No, she's all that. No. Legally this has blonde. Not, this is not Winnie the Pooh. You, you know, before before he got like a but a movie series and a, a million toys and like an ice show and like before that when it was just AA a. Milne and the and the cute drawings and just some good old Alcoholics Anonymous Milne, yeah. Yeah. Like you want to do something wholesome? Or do you want to do the fucking monster that's still pinned to the wall? Well, is there some way that we can make that wholesome? No! It, well, I mean, we turn it around. Instead okay, of wedgies, okay. it's like if you get the comic strip and it's something good, then you can make that good thing come true. Like each comic strip, each day, is a different person, and you watch to see if it's going to be your thing. And if you see the thing and it's got those little code, then you phone it in. And you're like, hey, I saw myself in the paper, 90128. And then they're like, yeah, you got it. And then you get like a candy bar. Yeah, like instead of the drone flying in with a knife, flies in with a bouquet of flowers. Well, I mean, it's basically with like a knife. the lottery, <laughs> right? It's like the lottery, except instead of saying numbers, you got to wait and see if it says your name. And then instead of being dragged outside the town and stoned to death, you get a million dollars. Okay. So, so like having angsty kid that always is sarcastic and is like nah man like that like a comic like that what what are you saying you know like that's a thing that that comics have like an angsty kid that goes why are you injecting angst i was nah. giving people like a million dollars yeah, well, that's like the that's like the mixed success ending, right? Like okay. you go to call it in and you get the number wrong. Uh, okay. So instead of getting a knife or a bouquet of flowers, you get just like an angsty teen dropped on you. That you have to care for, or yeah, he's yours now. Damn it, no, millennials! What a comic. Welp. <laughs> okay, what what are we gonna call it? Fucking garbage. <laughs> the the garbage. Okay, what do you, what do you want to call it? Okay, well, it's like primarily a good thing that people will want. Pri- so are don't we doing, call it fucking garbage. Are we are we talking about that being primarily now? Like prime, we've turned it. We've fully turned it. It's not halfway. It is now like fully. The exciting lottery. You know comic. what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do a face turn, and I'm gonna say yes. We're gonna make it deliberately a good thing. I know that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Hey, quick, quick tangent. Remember- <laughs> oh my god, call it that a good thing. Yeah, that could work. Hey, do you remember? Remember when I, there was like a London uh, comic in the in the paper? No, it wasn't a comic. It was like a feature of this London paper. That was like, 
where in London is this? And it shows like a little picture of like a thing. Uh-huh. And you had to like call in or or some or email or whatever and say like, oh, that weird sign is at the corner of this and this. It's by this tree. And then like you could win a prize or whatever. See, that's good. Yeah, like that was a really cool idea. That's uh, it, I don't know that that would work in Toronto the same way. Cause how, like, how about more like geocaching? So I don't even want to deal with people calling in. I'll just like go somewhere in town. I'll like hide an envelope with a ten dollar bill, and then I'll just take a picture of the place where I hid it, and then we print the picture. And it's like there was a ten dollar bill there. Maybe it's still there now. That can and be like good. most people won't give a shit, but there'll be one guy who's like, "Oh, that's just down the street." We could even just have it be that. Um, like we've got the we've got the exciting wait hold on what was our fucking concept again like that good things happen to people yeah but the good things still required a precog like prediction of who they are no like we we just have to get people's information and if we've got subscribers they will willingly give us their information if it means they get good shit okay. and also just if they see themselves in the paper because people love that shit because we're dumb chimps are we are we saying that for this like people will submit their data yes about their family willingly or not yes and then for the comic it's a character of their family we and just like facebook scrape them and like get a couple of reference pictures and we do a caricature like boardwalk style caricature and it's like here's a funny thing happening to a guy and then he gets a, a nice treat and like maybe they see it in the paper or their friends tell them oh hey you're in the paper he's like what i'm in the paper and then like he finds out oh yeah that's me doing a funny thing and then i get a treat i wonder if that means i get a treat oh there's this code and like this qr code that i scan in because i'm a millennial and like right boop yeah you you saw the comic that yeah that is you in there you get a chocolate truffle you get a ten dollar bill you get a back rub from the newspaper editor <laughs> perry that... white is gonna come to your the great caesar's ghost i'm rubbing your shoulders and then he rubbed your shoulders okay so then like they might be like hey i think is is this you in the paper this kind of looks like you and then you're like dude that's a horse um <laughs> and then <laughs> But then it's but it's actually like oh wait yeah I submitted that my only family member is a horse so that's that is me and then they they dial it in they get the drone it has candy and then there's like a geocache photo for the for the last frame and it's like a bonus round for everybody I like bonus rounds so it's kind of like a scratch ticket where you have like the the bonus play okay now here's the thing how funny can we make this can we make this funny i think we can make it pretty funny because if 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 someone submits like oh you know like my son is really tall and has a big nose and he plays lacrosse and then you like you know have this lanky ass motherfucker with a lacrosse stick up his nose like Ha-ha! That's classic Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Jeremy does. Well, that's the thing, man. Like, character art 
is like one of the lowest forms. Granted. Of comedy. So it's like if you can make it funny in quotes, but not that much more funny than your average, say, syndicated newspaper comic strip. When you have to compete with like such a low bar, like I, I, I'm good. I think we're good. Well, this was a painful road, but I think we actually landed on something that I wouldn't mind seeing in the paper and could actually work in an, in a modern paper. So I think we did it. Like, oh, yeah, like admit wait, it. If, it. If I contacted you and I was like, F- fuck Luke, Luke, fuck it. Get, get, get a copy of the paper. Don't ask. Just grab it. You're in it. And you'd be like, what? I'm in the paper. And like you would, it's not on the website. You can't look it up online. You would have to go get a paper. Like you would get it if I told you you were in the paper, right? Yeah, I mean, probably if I had reason to believe that you weren't just lying. Uh, that's fair. Uh, I have woven a tangled web. <laughs> okay, but here's here's the 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 climax of this. What do we call this? And it has to reflect both the fact that there's the caricature quest for a lottery win and and the the fun scavenger hunt thing geocache whatever like it needs to encapsulate both of those concepts into one name just you're on candid comic i like that and, and then just plus <laughs> and knuckles okay <laughs> sure you're you're on candid comic i don't hate that all right Let's let's fucking put this motherfucker to bed. Thank you, Luke. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, NARPT.com, our sponsor. We love all of you. We have a Facebook, a Twitter, an Instagram. If we you, also love those. Yeah, if you had any kinds of chuckles out of this, feel free to share. I love Twitter. I don't mind the Nazis. It's okay, Jack. And Lucky for us, Mason is going to pick our next week's theme. I was kidding about the Nazis. For the love of God, I was kidding about the Nazis. Okay, uh, next theme for next week that I'm going to do. Yep. Uh, and you are going to help me. You're going uh, gonna to pick with your mouth right now an entire week that we have to think about it. Luke, fuck, man. What? Just fucking, fucking shit. Oh. Shitty, damn, ass, bitch bastard, fuck, Luke! Yes. I want to make a new fucking swear word. Wow, that's some colorful, colorful way of putting it. Fucking shit. You are not being very G-rated right now. I can tell. Asses, Luke. Yeah. Luke. So next Luke. week, yeah? Ass. Yeah, ass. I yeah. So swear word, huh? Yep. I think we could do that. Next week, a swear word. Yep. And until next time, non-binary folks and gentlemen, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
Yep.